0: The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Blooming in the Light with your host, Marie-Helen Turan. Are you one of the many people who face challenges every day in your life and find it can be more than a struggle at times? Our program will show you that these challenges can be turned into gems based on wisdom and experience that you'll hear today. Now, here is Helen Turenne.
1: Hello, everybody. It's uh, blooming in the light again this week. I'm very excited to have you with us. Uh, I say with us because we have a guest this week. Uh, again for those who have not been with us in the past you are listening to Blooming in the Light I am your show host Marie-Hélène Turen. Uh you can like uh, our Facebook Kolemni page you can connect with me on LinkedIn or you can send me your comments on, at colamni at gmail.com Kolemni is spelled K-O-L-A-I-M-N-I So we have been discussing in the past many topics, um, all related to personal growth, whether they were through special parenting or through Kolemny or through examples of life, education, anything that has been bringing growth to my life and those that have been in contact with me, that I have been um, getting enriched. Uh, through their experience, through their company, through their wisdom. So today we have a guest. is Dr. Robert Keith Wallace, and he's a pioneering researcher on the physiology of consciousness. His work has inspired hundreds of studies on the benefits of meditation and other mind-body techniques. So he's going to talk to us about all that. Um, his findings have been published in many um, journals, like American Journal of Physiology, Scientific American, and Science. He has received a B.S. in Physics and a Ph.D. in Physiology from UCLA, and he also conducted postgraduate research at Harvard University. He was the founding president of Mauritius University of Management in Fairfield, Iowa, and he is currently co-dean of the College of Perfect Health, professor and chairman of the Department of Physiology and Health and a trustee of MUM. I have known Dr. Robert Keith Wallace since the mid-70s, I guess, and uh, he is one of my favorite people, a very genuine, very sincere person that I mostly appreciate and that I hold in great esteem. So, Dr. Robert Keith Wallace... Uh, I welcome you. I am very honored to have you with us. And uh, um, I am looking forward to hearing all the things that you would like to share with us. Thank you very much. So first, what I would like to um, go look into, I mean, to have you explain is your studies. Because you've been one of the first, very first people to study the benefits of meditation and also other mind-body techniques, which is really interesting because there is a lot of different kinds of meditations and they all do some good. There's no question about this, Uh, but some of them are very different. And transcendental meditation is one that you have studied in particular, and that is quite different from the others. So if you would explain to us how it differs from uh, the other techniques and what you have done, what kind of studies you've been doing through the years.
2: Well, thank you. Uh, Yes, Transcendental Meditation is quite different. When I first started my research, which was uh, in the late 60s, there had been a few studies on Zen meditators and some on some yoga practitioners, but really very little research on meditation. I uh, was very fortunate to be able to study people practicing Transcendental Meditation just because the most interesting thing was that right from the beginning, people show very marked physiological changes, a decrease in oxygen consumption, increase in the alpha um, EEG, particularly in the frontal areas of the brain lots of different changes in the blood and in the autonomic nervous system. And uh, that was fascinating to me, and I could find changes that were actually similar to some of these long-time experts in Zen meditation and other techniques. So what it revealed to me right in the beginning was the TM was really an ideal technique to study because it was systematic, easy. And it was incredibly accessible. You could get people uh, very easily to study it. Since I first did this research, there have been hundreds of studies, some 380 that have been published in peer-reviewed journals. So a huge amount of research has been done. Um, National Institutes of Health have given over $25 million uh, worth of research money to look at um, the results of TM and cardiovascular health and really, some astounding findings have come out. Uh, basically, a forty-seven percent reduction in um, cardiac attacks, in strokes, and other forms of death in a group of uh, people study at University of Wisconsin over a number of years. And uh, this, you know, these kinds of results are really astounding. But like you pointed out, not all techniques are the same. And when we first studied TM in the early days, um, there hadn't been really so many different techniques introduced in the United States. Now there are quite a large number of techniques introduced. And I would say the primary difference uh, between TM and these other techniques is that most of these other techniques involve some form of concentration or contemplation. Um, You're focusing on something or you're, thinking about something. Uh, TM is quite unusual in that you really uh, don't engage in focusing on something or thinking about something. You have a very kind of automatic process, which you do, and as a result, um, it's quite easy. It doesn't. It's not based on how well you can concentrate or how well you can solve some uh, Zen colon. So it's... Um, in that sense, it's quite a bit easier. There have been a number of recent studies, particularly by Dr. Uh, Fred Travis, um, where he's looked at a comparison of different techniques, and in general, he finds that um, there may be three different types. One is focused attention techniques, and this can be a Zen, compassionate meditation, Ki-chung, Diamond Buddhism. And generally what you see there in the brain are these kind of more faster activity, gamma wave activity, where it's indicative of some type of focus. Uh, the second type of practice is something called open monitoring. It's more of a contemplation where you pay attention to the breath or feeling the body. And um, this has uh, been very popular, particularly uh, mindfulness meditation has come out of this. Um, And then finally, TM is the third group, which we, which he labeled automatic self-transcending. And in general, that showed a different type of EEG activity and different type of brain imaging, primarily this coherence, Um, coherence is kind of orderliness of EEG. So a very high degree of orderliness of the alpha wave activity, again, particularly in the frontal areas of the brain. And, um... All of these techniques now have been studied a great deal more than when I first started. So there are uh, a large number of studies out there and my primary focus has been on Transcendental Meditation just because of the ease of practice and because uh, so far the results have been very striking.
1: That is very encouraging. What uh, I, you know, it is my own experience. I mean, I, I have practiced uh, transcendental meditation since 1973, and uh, and I have taught it as well. And um, because I I became a teacher also in 75, I believe. And um, I, I completely agree with you that it is extremely easy um, to practice. And the results are quite immediate, actually. Um, it, it is really amazing when you t- teach somebody to, to see how quickly the results come. Uh, the process when we teach somebody is uh, over four days, not four full days, just um, about two hours each day and uh, and after that we have uh, about a 10 days uh, period where the person meditates on their own and then we have a review and the results when these people come back after those 10 days are just amazing Um, Now, when you did the studies, did you do it basically when the people were meditating or did you also do studies um, with the results after the 10 days of meditation or after two months or um, what kind of studies did you do?
2: Uh, My initial studies were really focused on what was happening during meditation and trying to kind of isolate this fourth day consciousness uh, different than waking, dreaming or sleeping which we could call transcendental consciousness, and I was trying to characterize the physiological parameters of that, showing that there was this unique state of restful alertness where the person uh, actually was in quite a deep state of rest, but the brain and the mind were quite alert. Subsequent to my initial studies, there have been many, many other studies that have looked at the long-term effects of uh, transcendental Meditation, people that have shown mark reduction in healthcare costs, mark reduction in um, all kinds of different disease categories, uh, cardiovascular disease, neurological disease, uh, reductions in blood pressure. Um, and these have been all done in very competent studies where you have random assignment uh, where everything is well controlled for. So the research has risen to a very high caliber, and it's uh, of a nature where it's not just during, but now it's on the long-term effects um, on aging, for example, looking at how people age, looking at various biochemical measurements, looking at a wide variety of psychological measurements, um, you know, showing decreased anxiety, decreased depression... Uh, increased self-actualization, uh, self-esteem. So it's just about every aspect of this technique has been studied. And it's really been shown to be uh, highly effective in all areas of life.
1: Yeah, and the fact is, I mean, most I'm sure that our listeners are quite aware of a lot of celebrities now come out saying, I've been practicing transcendental meditation for 20 years, for 40 years, et cetera, et cetera. It has allowed me to uh, deal with the stress of this situation, of this job, of this, you know, celebrities under quite a bit of pressure and, and all that. But um, it is also very interesting to see how it affects you know the everyday person, not just not just people um, who are celebrities. And uh, I remember personally one of the people that I taught who um, left a real uh, it's, it's it's a wonderful memory I have of it. It was a priest. He was a Catholic priest, and um, on that tenth day. He came back and he used to work in hospitals and visit the sick. And um, he was radiant. And he said to me, he said, and he was not a young man. And he said, for the first time in my life, I am finally able to have the availability to the people that I have wanted to have all my life. And it was such an accomplishment for him. It was such a a fantastic thing because he wanted to be available. But we all know that whether we are priests or not, we can't always have that kind of availability. And finally, he reached his goal and it was just wonderful. And... um, you know, I I might, I mean, right now, I am focused mostly on teaching Kolemny because there's not that many Kolamni teachers and there is a lot of TM teachers. So I go where I'm needed. But um, I would really like to teach TM again because it's a wonderful experience. Really, it is. Now, you've been teaching just in the U.S. or so have you been teaching it elsewhere or mostly working on your research? And also you were running um, you were the president of um, what used to be M.I.U., which is M.U.M., so you were running a university. That's quite a job.
2: Yeah, I spent most of my life really traveling around the world, often with uh, Maharishi Mahesh Yogi, the founder of the Transcendental Meditation Technique, um, really having a chance to uh, talk to people all over the world, uh, sometimes teaching in TM, sometimes um, engaging in various research studies, um, sometimes setting up programs at this university or other universities so that people could really have an opportunity to learn more about Marshy's knowledge. I really felt Marshy was a man of enormous wisdom, and I enjoyed so much being with him and being at various conferences and spreading this really profound knowledge around the world.
1: Yes, I'm sure it must have been quite a wonderful experience. Now, we're going to go on a short break. So if it's a good time to stretch and get a glass of water and uh, we will see you on the other side of two minutes.
0: Marie Helen Turin wrote a French country cookbook with her son, Matthew, Petit Paris at Home. This book has interesting food facts, often related to history, and is beautifully illustrated with drawings and color pictures. From their restaurant to your table, these are simple, affordable, and fabulously delicious French recipes. Visit Marie Helen Shop on Etsy at Marie Helen Creations for the cookbook and other fantastic items. Just search the header for cookbooks. Kalemni is an ancient, proven technique of energy healing. Calamni uses the universal light to stimulate the healing mechanisms of the body. It's very gentle and yet powerful, and it can easily be learned and successfully practiced by anyone. You, too, can learn Calamni and help yourself and your loved ones to feel better. A three-day training workshop will be taught by Marie Helen Turan in Cedar Rapids, Iowa, on August 26th, 27th, and 28th. For more information or to reserve your space, visit MarieHelenNow.com. Click Claim Me, then Courses. Get the news on our shows and other happenings by following us on Twitter. Find us at VoiceAmericaTRN or Twitter.com forward slash VoiceAmericaTRN. You're listening to Blooming in the Light, To reach our program today, please call 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to kalamni at gmail.com.
1: Now, back to the program. And we are back with Dr. Robert Keith Wallace, who is telling us about research on transcendental meditation. Now, one aspect that I find very interesting about transcendental meditation is that it affects the way the brain works. And I have actually a description that I really like. It is one, a part of my Kolemni training books. It's part of the advanced Kolemni training, and um, it explains something about the brain that I think is, is very well explained here, very well described it says the brain has two hemispheres. We have all heard about the right brain and the left brain thought. Well, we are talking about the left and the right cerebral hemispheres. The right hemisphere is more concerned with pictures and patterns, and it can take in a complex thought in its entirety without going through any step to think it out. However, it does not deal in Earth-type thoughts such as speech, alphabet, writing things down and the like. The right brain is like an eagle that sees the overall picture. The left brain is like the owl that takes in every little detail of the scene below. We need to work with the two sections of our brain together for successful incarnated living. When we can coordinate them, we are like the hawk that can see the overall scene and every small detail of the view below. Now, this is very interesting because when we practice transcendental meditation, the EEG the, uh, the, in the scientific study shows such something like that happening. Would you tell us about it?
2: Sure. Yeah, I think that one of the most interesting findings during Transcendental Meditation is something called EEG coherence. Coherence really refers to integration. You look at a particular wave, uh, like an alpha wave, and then you compare the um, peak of one wave to the peak of another wave in two spatially separate parts of the brain, like one on the right side of the brain and one on the left side of the brain. And you find out if they're... uh, in sync together, if there's communication between the two parts of the brain. And, you know, the right and left side of the brain, that is a very interesting area. Most of the time, we have a a huge amount of communication through the corpus callosum, which is this huge number of fibers that connect the right and left hemisphere. But we do know that some functions are localized um, to, like, uh, to one area of the brain. For example, speech is in most cases localized to the uh, left part of the brain. Now the question is, can you do something to improve that integration? And it does seem that one of the results of meditation is that there does seem to be better communication between the front and the back and the right and the left. So this increased EEG coherence is really an indicator of what uh, Marcia used to speak about as the neurophysiology of enlightenment. That the real growth toward what has traditionally been talked about, enlightenment, is not just something which, you know, could be described in mythical terms, but it can be described in um, physical terms, in particular, in terms of the refinement and purification of the brain itself, and particularly the pathways in the brain. We know that every experience we have affects the brain. There's so many different connections being made all the time, and so that experience of transcending is unique in that it really draws together many different parts of the brain, and that creates this EEG coherence, which has been correlated with a number of improvements in psychological functioning. So this is definitely one of the most interesting findings in terms of research on TM.
1: This is really interesting. And um, and uh, the fact is that um, Transcendental Meditation, being so simple and so effective, has been used in a number of programs uh, in schools around the world, in uh, rehabilitation programs, there has been um, in prisons. I mean, there's a number of um, programs that have been extremely successful that uh, our listeners might not be aware of. Um, Would you be able to um, tell us more about that?
2: I'd be happy to. Yeah, I mean, uh, TM is really an interesting uh, technique because it can be used by people from all religions, all races, all ages, all educational backgrounds. And, um, you know, we've, a lot of very good studies that have been done um, in school areas, particularly school areas where kids have had, um, you know, quite difficult upbringings. There's a lot of stress. There's a lot of um, violence in these schools. And TM was introduced as what they call the David Lynch Foundation. Uh, David Lynch is the really prominent filmmaker who set up a foundation to fund a lot of these programs and they're called quiet time programs and uh, they go into these schools often in very poor areas uh, where there's been a lot of violence a lot of um, problems and they introduce TM to the children in the schools and it's just incredible to hear the results Um, a lot of very good studies you know uh, really Reduction of stress is probably one of the biggest. Because in these low-income urban schools, stress is just, you know, part of their lives. Poverty, violence, and fear. And uh, you can really find that with TM, uh, there are marked improvements, uh, such as reduction of anxiety, reduction of stress, uh, improvements in the test scores, increased creativity. Uh, Even the teachers get um, improved teacher retention, reduced teacher burnout, greater happiness in the kids. Uh, One of the big problems in schools today is uh, attention disorder um, deficit, uh, ADHD. And um, this has been a very uh, interesting thing that's been studied. And again, uh, TM has been shown to be very effective um, in, you know, things like suspensions and psychological distress, anxiety, Uh, in violence. All these things have been reduced. So that's one area. Um, There are so many other interesting areas. You mentioned rehabilitation in prison. Again, TM has been introduced into uh, large prison systems and had uh, very profound effects on those individuals. Uh, Well-documented, perhaps the most important thing, is a 30% reduction in recidivism. Recidivism is the return of prisoners back to prison after they've been let out, um, less rule infractions, all kinds of improvements in psychological studies. Uh, the David Lynch Foundation has also done programs for uh, soldiers. We now know that um, post-traumatic stress disorder is huge right now. It's you know just a terrible thing. Uh, half a million U.S. troops uh, since 2001 suffer from a post-traumatic stress disorder, and we've seen some very good effects with TM. There's a current study going on, $5 million study supported by the Department of Defense, um, which is just about to come to its conclusion with very marked results. Uh, previous studies have shown, uh, you know, 50% reduction in symptoms of PTSD and depression, decreases uh, in insomnia, improvements in satisfaction, all kinds of uh, psychological and physiological improvements. So, um, again, for our military, that's a very important thing. Uh, the David Lynch Foundation also uh, works in women's health, and people that have had abuse, uh, these, you know, they worked with other groups and had some very uh, marked improvements for these um, ladies who have been put into very um, terrible and bad situations. Um, homeless, Shelters. Uh, The David Lynch Foundation has gone and, again, worked with, collaborated with leading homeless rehabilitation centers in New York and Los Angeles and uh, found really marked improvements in the people where they reduced drug abuse, reduced anger and conflict, reduced um, anxiety, um, depression. So um, there are just a wide variety of areas and countries around the world. Um, PTSD is huge in Africa and there's really been some great efforts there to introduce TM to um, a number of people in Africa that have had this and it's been marked improvements in uh, South America. huge number of students have learned TM with uh, very good improvements. It's in a lot of the schools and um, some of the military for military training. So it's just Endless list to go through all the different applications, programs where TM has been introduced and has produced very profound results around the world.
1: Now I've heard that it has also been introduced in Latin America.
2: Um, yes, yeah, South America, Latin America, there have been very large numbers of people learning TM uh, in the schools, in Ecuador, the military have learned it. I mean, it's it's really uh, huge in those countries and uh, been accepted very widely there. It's probably the one place in the world where more people are learning TM than any other place. There's a very famous uh, father, uh, Mahita, who works with some of these kids that are just, you know, homeless, abused, had terrible problems. And he's a very prominent Catholic priest who has had a very, very good effects by introducing
1: tm to these young kids this is very encouraging um in the early days when um after i became a tm teacher i was asked to translate uh into french a book uh what was it called freedom beyond bars yeah and great book. and i i will always remember um some of the the things that the, the inmates said about the experience they had. I remember one in particular who said that um he had never felt so free, even though he was in jail. And yes. that was a high security jail. It was false in prison, wasn't it? Yes. And Absolutely. and so and he said never ever had he felt so free because he was free from his discomfort. And because yeah. a lot of people commit crimes because, especially the violent crimes, because they are in such discomfort and they don't control their emotions, their dis-ease, and um, they just, just, just do things they don't want to do. And, uh, and then they feel completely um, terrible about it, and, but they can't control it so yes. feeling free from you know not having this problem feeling comfortable within was something amazing he said beyond prayer he had never experienced anything that made him feel that free so uh and that explains why the recidivism rate is lower yes so this was very encouraging and, uh, and quite fascinating, actually. Now, I understand also that there has been a very large project in um, South Africa. Would you tell us about it?
2: Well, these programs in Africa, um, again, you know, we do see this high level of uh, post-traumatic stress disorder. And, um, you know, South Africa is a place that really um, went, Huge, huge violence and and poverty and um, and been some wonderful uh, programs there. They've started a whole school there where all the students learn GM. Um, there have been many uh, programs with people uh, that are involved with uh, not only education but business. Um, you know, so it's 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 gone to. All, all levels, from the refugees that are suffering from PTSD to students who are now getting their PhDs and getting their MBAs and doing uh, really amazing work. So TM has been introduced on all levels and had uh, very, very striking effects in improving um, people in these different situations.
1: That's wonderful. You know, I was in the last episode, I was... Um interviewing Justin Cutter who used to be one of my students and actually relating one of the things that used to happen um, since we all meditated at the school where I was teaching at MSAE. Um, when the kids had a test, they would come into my class afterwards being completely wound up and and begging for five minutes of meditation. Mrs. Turen, can we do five minutes of meditation, please? And I always said yes, and they were just so relaxed afterwards and, and so thankful to be able to unload that pressure, that... Uh, that stress because even though, you know, things, be, they meditate still, they're still stressful situations. And those five minutes of meditation just made them just so happy. So yes, when we come back, we're going true. Okay. Well, go ahead. Yes, go ahead.
2: Oh, you know, these programs are not just in South Africa. They're all over in the, the Democratic Republic of Congo, Rwanda, South Sudan, I mean, uh, you know, many of these different programs where we've introduced GM have been um, in quite a number of, to uh, one of the uh, PhD studies that was done by uh, one of our um, members at uh, graduate students here at MUM was looking at uh, mothers, you know, who, um, unwed mothers who were living in very bad poverty, very difficult situations, and they, Introduced TM uh, to these mothers, and uh, it just was dramatic the effect. And they did a really excellent study just to show how um, dramatic the psychological and physiological improvements were in these um, mothers that had, you know, been through terrible hardships. Yes, um, again, you know, so there's a there's a really uh, quite a lot of activity going on. There's a uh, a uh, website at, um, where you can look at uh, PTSD in Africa and all the different programs that have gone on there. And it's it's very uh, very dramatic and very wonderful. Um, the results that have taken place.
1: Wonderful, and I know a lot of mothers who are listening to us can relate to that, even though they might not have gone through a lot of traumatic traumatic um, experiences. But raising children is something that requires calm anyways and where transcendental meditation can be very useful now we're going to go on a short break and we'll be back
0: looking for exciting video content live and on demand visit www.voiceamerica.tv for exclusive content you just can't find anywhere else that's voiceamerica.tv tune in now Marie Helen Turin wrote a French country cookbook with her son, Matthew, Petit Paris at Home. This book has interesting food facts, often related to history, and is beautifully illustrated with drawings and color pictures. From their restaurant to your table, these are simple, affordable, and fabulously delicious French recipes. Visit Marie Helen Shop on Etsy at Marie Helen Creations for the cookbook and other fantastic items. Just search the header for cookbooks. Kalamni is an ancient, proven technique of energy healing. Kalamni uses the universal light to stimulate the healing mechanisms of the body. It's very gentle and yet powerful and it can easily be learned and successfully practiced by anyone. You, too, can learn Calamni and help yourself and your loved ones to feel better. A three-day training workshop will be taught by Marie Helen Turan in Cedar Rapids, Iowa, on August 26th, 27th, and 28th. For more information or to reserve your space, visit MarieHelenNow.com. Click Calamni, then Courses. Get the news on our shows and other happenings by following us on Twitter. Find us at VoiceAmericaTRN or Twitter.com forward slash VoiceAmericaTRN. You're listening to Blooming in the Light. To reach our program today, please call 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to kalamni at gmail.com.
1: Now, back to the program. And we are back with Dr. Robert Keith Wallace telling us about transcendental meditation, scientific studies about it, and programs around the world in school systems, um, rehabilitation, youth at risk, abused women. Um, Dr. Robert Keith Wallace, would you please tell us if somebody is a principal principal of a school and would like to have a Uh, this quiet time introduced in their school. What should they do? Who should they talk to? Well, I think the best
2: uh, people to talk to right now is the uh, David Lynch Foundation. It's just uh, davidlynchfoundation.org. That's one of the best ones. The other uh, primary website where you can contact people and find out all the information is tm.org. That's the main website. website and contact center for all people who are interested in TM or any programs on TM. Um, but both those two are very involved in these different programs around the world. The uh, programs that we were talking about in terms of PTSD in Africa, that's the website at PTSDReliefNow.org. Um, they have a lot of different programs uh, going on in Africa. Um, of course, if someone's interested in uh, the particular programs um, at our university, the university I'm at, then um, mum. edu, Marsha University of Management. edu, but mum. edu is the website. So those I would say are the main ones: tm. org, uh, David Lynch Foundation. org, um, and um, this i I think those pretty much cover um good. anything you really want to
1: know good that's excellent. Thank you very much now one thing I would like to um to discuss too is that you have written a number of books and um with all the studies you have done and many applications, so I would like you to tell us about them
2: okay uh, thank you very much. Um, Yes, I, I the first book I wrote was the neurophysiology of enlightenment, um, how the transcendental meditation and TMC program transform the functioning of the human body, and that I wrote. Uh, and I've just updated it. Um, I have on Amazon all these books, so you can go to Amazon and you can go under my name, Robert Keith Wallace, and there's an author page which lists all the books there. Um, I've recently also done a book on Transcendental Meditation, two books. One is An Introduction to Transcendental Meditation, Improve Your Brain Functioning, Create Ideal Health, and Gain Enlightenment Naturally, easy, Easily, and Effortlessly. Um, another book, I've co-authored that, um, another book, Transcendental Meditation, A Scientist's Journey to Happiness, Health, Peace-Telling, Some of My Personal Experiences with Maharishi a uh, book, Marsha Ayurveda and Vedic Technology, Creating Ideal Health for the individual in the World. I'm very interested in um, integrative medicine and Ayurveda, and we have a master's program at our university right now where we're uh, offering this Marsha Ayurveda and integrative medicine um, to students around the world so they can learn um, really how to create ideal health um, and one of Marshi's great efforts was not only introducing TM, but to um, revive the consciousness aspect of Ayurveda. Ayurveda is often it's India's, one of India's oldest health systems, and it has all kinds of different knowledge about the different types that people are. We call them brain-body types, um, different aspects of health and so forth. But Maharishi really brought out the consciousness aspect, And the latest book I have coming out is being released August uh, 3rd by Penguin, and it's called Dharma Parenting. And Dharma Parenting focuses on the application of Ayurveda, and in particular, its knowledge of the behavioral types, on helping parents to uh, bring up children. We all know how difficult it is, and um, this book is an incredibly practical book. It's understand your Child. Brilliant Brain for Greater Happiness, Health, Success, and Fulfillment. And uh, my co-author is Dr. Fred Travis, who's really a top neuroscientist. So we not only cover all the different aspects of brain development, but more importantly, we cover how to deal with children um, knowing your individual brain-body type. So they have one type, which is called a pitta type, which is a very fiery type and a person that's very goal-oriented likes to, um, you know, have everything on time. And when you have a Pitta mom, and then you have what's called a Vada kid, Vada is the very uh, sign which is more indicative of, of air and wind, and it's an extremely creative but more sensitive type. So if you have a Pitta mom and a Vada child, um, that can be a very difficult combination, and it's really important to be aware of these different idiosyncrasies and how you can identify them. And so we have on our website, dharmaparenting.com, a quiz where people can take this quiz and find out their brain body type, and then we give specific recommendations how you can keep it in balance. And the book is filled with all ages, filled with all different situations, how to um, use these tools of Dharma parenting in so many different situations and it is a little odd for me at the age of 70 to write a book on parenting. But uh, as my you know wife and I are fond of kind of explaining, well, it took us that long to figure this all out. And uh, we're very, very happy to share this beautiful knowledge that's been brought out. And um, I think will be very valuable to parents all around the world.
1: Yes, I am sure it will be. I mean, uh, very often we don't... It takes a while to figure out that some things don't work with this person and why. I mean, we all know that we have several children. We raise them the same way and one will react one way and the other one will react completely differently. And if we can figure out what causes these reactions and how we can fine-tune our own input so that the reaction is what actually is going to produce growth in the child instead of frustration for everybody it is very very valuable um, i'm sure you discuss colors i'm sure that uh, you don't um, you know you don't put a bit of child in a red room for for example <laughs> yes <laughs> well, this and, is and, simple and, you know but I'll, it is
2: just... sure all all you know it's focused primarily on behavioral things so knowing that a pitted child needs to eat on time, not be in the sun too much. But it also deals with colors and aroma and all the different senses because of course all the different senses affect childs in different ways. So we've really focused very much on um, you know certain basic tools that we have. Um, and they're all based on an acronym which is basically the word Dharma. So the first one is discover D discover your child's brain body type. And then the next one is um, heal yourself. Then the third one is attention and appreciation. Uh, the fourth is routines to improve family dynamics. Uh, the fifth is manage meltdowns and cultivate behavior. And finally, the last is the um, final A in Dharma, anticipate and adapt. No matter how many good rules and all kinds of ideas you have, in the end you do have to adapt and deal with use your creativity. To deal with the amazing creativity of children.
1: Yes, they're, they're very resourceful, and, and sometimes it's good to um, to anticipate <laughs> this resourcefulness yes. because they, they can use it sometimes for um, things that are not in their own interest. So we want to be able to spot that before it happens. And exactly. I'm sure that this. Um, This approach of Ayurveda in transcendental meditation also um, will give very, very good results. Uh, The Dalai Lama not long ago um, said that if we want world peace, we could accomplish it in 25 years. In one generation, all we need to know is teach the children to meditate. That's all we need to do. Teach the children to meditate and we will have a peaceful world. A more exactly. peaceful world. It doesn't mean that the children are not going to learn and experience, and they need to live, of course. Uh, and it will, they will grow through experience. And sometimes, you know, it it's not always easy. It's not because we meditate that everything flows and it's. But it is easy to learn. It is easy to choose. It is easier to just be on the right path, on the path that is best for us.
2: And this word dharma is an interesting word. It means to support or uphold. And I think, you know, we all are looking to find our dharma, finding that path of life that'll bring us maximum fulfillment success, both in the material world and the spiritual world. And more than anything, our happiness is dependent upon our child's happiness, our children's happiness. So Bringing happiness to the children, bringing support, allowing them to find their own dharma, finding what are their strengths and weaknesses, is such an important and positive thing we can do for the whole world.
1: It is essential, actually, because the future of our society is our children. That's just it. And that's why it is so important to support them and to have good education for them. Uh, like I said, last, the last episode we had was with Justin Cutter about education and we cannot stress the importance of good education, which does not mean stuffing their heads with things, but helping them to grow fully, to become happy, able human beings who will choose what is best for them and for their society. And this is absolutely essential. And uh, in my opinion, as a TM teacher, as a parent, as a grandparent, it is very important to have this tool available in our families. I really um, uh, recommend it to anybody who is listening and thinking, I wonder if this would help my family. It is definitely worth a try. So... uh, Today, what we have done is review uh, the scientific um, research uh, that Dr. Robert Keith Wallace has done. I thank you very much, Dr. Keith Wallace, for being with us. It's been a pleasure. And um, to have you directly to share your knowledge uh, has been very valuable. I'm sure that our listeners have discovered a lot of things that they didn't know. And um, again, thank you very much for being with us today. So, you're welcome. So, again, we discussed transcendental meditation, uh, the scientific aspect of it, and the programs, the many programs that are being used in schools, in rehabilitation, in in prisons in particular, uh, and um, in the military. Uh, for post traumatic s- syndrome, uh, youth at risk, abused women, uh, all these programs around the world that can be implemented anywhere. And uh, uh, Dr. Keith Wallace gave us the information and the websites where to go if we feel that uh, we if somebody feels that they could implement such a program or they would benefit from such a program themselves, please do not hesitate to use that information. It is quite valuable. And then we also have uh, now uh, on Amazon the author's page for Dr. Robert Keith Wallace and all the books he has written and this new one on parenting that is coming uh, very soon in August. So I invite you to go visit his page and um, see what is of interest to your particular situation. So, again, you are listening to Blooming in the Light. I am your host, Marie Helen Turen. It was a pleasure to have you today with us. You can like our Facebook Kolemni page. You can ask to join my network on LinkedIn. I'll be happy to welcome you. And you can Email me your questions or comments at kolamni at gmail.com. So until we meet again next week, I wish you a wonderful, bright, happy week. Thank you for being with us. Goodbye.
0: For joining us today for Blooming in the Light, please join Marie Helen Turin again next Thursday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time and 1 p.m. Eastern Time for another edition of the program on the Voice America Seventh Wave Channel. Have a blessed week.